Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Well, hello, family, friends, and strangers. It is once again the Monday Matters podcast, and I am your host, Holly Cochran. And I'm pretty excited because as I was going through the calendar, I realized that I have been doing this podcast for almost six months. And I think in the podcast world, that is pretty new to doing a podcast. And yet, most podcasts end after six episodes when I did a little research about making a podcast. So the fact that I didn't end after six episodes and I'm on to episode, I think this is 27 or something like that, is kind of a big deal for me. I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy doing this or not. I wasn't sure if I should be bothered doing a podcast, but I do really love it. And I love talking to people about it after it airs and getting perspectives from others about the things that I am talking about. And I love creating um, content for people because I think that if you're not in my gym, you're not getting a lot of this content, but I, I want you to have it. So the podcast is a way for me to do that. So that's a big win for me and I am really enjoying it. So thank you for being here today. And on that, I no, I want to talk about a winning mindset today. And this came from me being part of, well, The winning mindset thing has been really something that's been a part of my world for years and years and years, but it became really evident during volleyball season this year. So my husband, Corey, was coaching some club volleyball girls. These girls had played really well in season and had never done club volleyball before and convinced Corey that he should coach. And we had two fantastic managers who were going to look after all the nitty gritty details. So all he had to do was coach. So he said, for sure, let's do this. And so the girls went from season into club volleyball for the first time this year. And it was so fantastic to watch the growth that happened as they became a you know, much stronger team and learn to communicate with each other and learn to just mesh that actually we have just come home from the weekend of winning first in our pool, in our tier. I can't remember what it's called in volleyball. Anyway, we started off at the very, very bottom and took first out of 15 after the weekend. So it was a huge win for these girls. They just had a fantastic weekend. And the winning mindset is something that I wanted to chat about today. Not if, whether or not you're a volleyball player or not, because I'm guessing most of you who are listening right now, your volleyball days of competitive volleyball may have passed you, but you still want to win in life. And the winning mindset has nothing to do with actually playing a sport. If you want to win, in a sport, you're going to have to have a winning mindset. The difference between some of the top athletes in the world has nothing to do with physical capability. In my sport of CrossFit, the the 
athletes who are going through the mindset coaching and becoming the mindset winners are definitely the top athletes, even though the fittest athletes, there may be fitter athletes and maybe the fittest athletes are not the winners. But part of CrossFit is being all-encompassing, good at everything. And when you include the mindset piece and you include the nutrition piece and you add all the other parts of CrossFit, like speed and agility and power and strength, cardio, when you, when you add the 10 modalities of CrossFit to the mindset and to the nutrition and you become good at all of them, that's what makes you the fittest on earth. So I'm not saying you need to have a winning mindset if you want to be a CrossFit athlete, and that's not on your bucket list to become right now. But that mindset is what takes you to the next level in life. So whether it be in your health, whether it be to that next level in your marriage, in your parenting, if it's the next level at your career, you need to think like you are winning and you are a winner, and you have that positive mindset because people gravitate to it. And so you want advancement in the workplace? You make sure they know that you are a winner in that workplace, not somebody who needs to be shuffled because they're, you know, exhausted in this job and we need to try to create change in order to maybe rejuvenate you. Don't be that person that people need to move around because you're just not bringing it to any particular area and they got to shuffle you from one to the next. Don't let yourself get to the point or, and if you have, it's okay. It's okay. Every day you get to wake up and choose how today is going to be. And today you have chosen to listen to a podcast about the mindset and a winning mindset. So it tells me right now that you are here thinking that you want to go next level. And what do you need to do to do that? So the first piece of a winning mindset is how you're talking to yourself. and. This became very evident when I was listening to the girls come off the court. And if they lost a set and I would hear them say, literally, these exact words were coming out of kids' mouths, kids' mouths that I see on a regular basis. Oh my God, I totally sucked. I'm like, what? (laughs) Who talks like that? But obviously people talk like that. I totally sucked. I was the worst one out there. I don't even deserve to be playing the next set. Words were coming out of kids' mouths that were blowing me away and I needed to just take a pause and think, oh my goodness, there's no way we're going into the next game in the mindset that we are currently coming off the court with right now. We've got to shift this if we're going to take it. We can't, we can't go out there and be winners when we sound like losers, which is kind of what I might have said to these kids. Listen, you're not going to be a winner if you're going to sound like a loser. How we talk to ourselves matters. So when you are saying things to yourself, you need to pretend that you're saying them to your best friend or your grandma. And if you can't say the words coming out of your mouth to your grandma, you best not be saying them to yourself either. So if you've ever looked at grandma and said, wow, you are a loser and you don't deserve to play the next set. If you don't say that to grandma, you better not be saying it to yourself because it matters. It it sets the tone and you need to be setting a tone that you are awesome. 
What did you learn in that last event that you were just doing? What did you learn in that meeting that you think you kind of bombed? What did you learn in that last decision that you made that just didn't pan out? What did you learn and how do you be more awesome next time? That's the first piece. If you start beating yourself up, so will the world. It just works like that. It just works like that. When you, it's like, you know, you ever feel like, God, I just need to catch a break. Or I feel like I've been kicked while I'm down. Are you doing the kicking? Because sometimes that's what it feels like. It feels like, okay, I'm down. And instead of doing all the things in my power to practice coming back up from this rut, I, I'm actually down here and I'm kicking myself while I'm down here too. It's not really the world that's doing it. So how you talk to yourself matters. You need to reframe every negative sentence that is being thought in your head and not to think that we don't have them. Like, I have them, but I get, I, I mean, I don't keep them in my head for long. They're just my immediate um, gut reaction. How I respond is my choice. Yesterday, I did a presentation at the high school all day long. And I taught these kids the two R words that I wanted them to remember forever. The first one is when something's happening to you and you have a gut reaction. You can't change that. You shouldn't. You should honor it. If it's sadness, if it's grief, if it's fear, if it's anger, if it's joy, happiness, whatever. That gut reaction is not something you are in control of. Just feel it. That's great. Take a pause and learn to practice taking a pause with that emotion. Take a pause with the reaction that you are feeling. What you do next after that reaction happens is your response. And you are 100% in control of your response. So those are your two R words. My reactions are my guts. Just, just how it happens, how I'm feeling. My response is what happens after the reaction. And I am in control of my response. And I have needed to practice responding better. I've needed to practice responding in a way uh, to be the kind of human I want to be. I was, I used to be a much bigger hothead. I used to fly off the handle more. I used to get, you know, really passionate about things pretty quick. And I would respond pretty quick. I am learning and practicing as much as I can to take a pause, slow down, and to respond in a way that I am being the person I want to be, okay? How I talk to myself through those reactions is something that I am practicing and in working on being more positive, positive mindset, doing things that make me feel and sound like I'm a winner, okay? So I talked about how I'm practicing to do this, and that is critical. Being a positive person, being in a growth mindset, being somebody who is ready to level up, it's not necessarily a naturally innate capability of all of us. But it is not foreign, and it's not something that we can't do. It's just like handstand push-ups. You're sitting there listening, thinking, I could never do a handstand push-up. But I promise you, there are people who have, there are lots of people who have said that to me. 
And years into this, they're doing handstand push-ups. And they looked me in the eye and said, I'm never going to do that. And I said, okay, you don't have to say that you're never going to do that here. What you're going to say is, I'm not doing that yet. And they would say, okay, fine, whatever, Holly. I'm not doing that yet. I'm like, perfect. That's all you got to say. And sure enough, years later, they are kicking up against the wall and wanting to get started to practicing handstand push-ups. Okay. The same kind of practice goes in to the positive thoughts that get you to the places you need to go at the next level. Whether it's your health or your nutrition or your marriage or your parenting or your work, going to that next level is something that you need to practice thinking about, even if that feels a little bit weird to do right now. The other thing that you need to practice in this area, just like you practice getting better at, you know, your finances, you got to practice getting out of a rut. Every one of us has been in a rut, like just kind of fallen into a slump. Used to do the meal plan and I used to go for a walk and I, you know, used to call my friends more often and we've all gone into a rut before. I think that's just part of being human, the ebbs and flows of life. Practicing how to get out of a rut when you're not in a rut sounds ridiculous, but it truly matters. So if every day you are practicing the habits of waking up and feeling some gratitude, waking up and drinking a big glass of water with maybe a little bit of lemon juice in it, waking up and moving your body for 15 minutes before you even you know, hop in the shower. If, if you do these things when you're not in a rut, they become so natural that even while you, when you get into a rut, it just, it doesn't feel right not to do them. And the other thing that you can practice is think about what it felt like when you were super unmotivated and what you needed to do and how deep did you need to dig to get out of the rut that you've been in before. Visualize that. Visualize how much strength it took. Visualize how you did it, how you reached out for support or you just like sucked it up and did it. When you are thinking about those things and the strength that you um, conquered in order to get out of the rut, when you are practicing those things when you're not there and in that mind space, they're easier to recall when you get there. You want to create the muscle memory right there in your brain of how awesome you are and how you can achieve the things that you set out to achieve. You want to create that muscle muscle memory while you're achieving stuff. Like when you are winning in life, think about it. Think about, you know, today was a really good day. Even if there was things that went wrong and not all days are awesome from top to bottom by any stretch, but when you look for the wins, Think about what was awesome. You start training your brain to think about the positives. Think about the happy. Think about winning. The little small wins that you get in a day, when you think about them and focus on them, there's more there. That we've proven. Okay? So practicing getting out of a rut when you're not in a rut and how you're going to think yourself through that is sort of the mindset, the powerful mindset piece that you can take with you when you're up for a challenge, up for a promotion, 
in a difficult season, you know, when those babies are little and you're not sleeping, nobody's eating the healthy food because you're just surviving and the marriage starts to feel like a lot of work, practice feeling happy. Practice talking nice to yourself. Practice taking a pause before you respond. Because when you consciously put the practice effort into things, it becomes more natural and it becomes easier even when you're tired. Okay. Um, the other thing that I did yesterday in my little thing at the school about mindset, when I was talking to the kids about how it's important how you speak to yourself, you got to say it and repeat it all the time. Is I gave all of them this little laminated card to put on their mirror or on their fridge. And I think the best thing I did was I put the cards just on a desk on their way out. And I said to them, listen, I'm kind of cheap. Laminating paper is like $2 a sheet. If you think this is going in the garbage can, I want you to leave it here on the desk. Don't take one if you don't want one. I didn't hand them out to the kids. I put them in a discreet little place on the side of the door, beside, right beside the door so they could just grab one as they were walking out. And what this little square says is, say this to yourself every day. I am smart. I am brave. I am strong. I can do anything. I am loved and I love myself. And I shared it with the kids. I told them that this sits on the fridge at our house and my kids have them in the corner of the mirrors on in their bedrooms and that they know that it's there because it's words that I want them to know on a daily basis. I'm smart. I am brave. I'm strong. I can do anything. I'm loved and I love myself. And I put these at the door and I said to the kids, take one if you want, but don't waste my laminating paper and don't take one if you're throwing it in the garbage. And then I proceeded to watch almost all the kids take one and talk about like, I was trying not to get emotional throughout the day because, um, that wasn't going to get me anywhere, but man, did it hit me right in the feels to watch the kids take these things, um, knowing full well that they weren't doing it so that they could throw them in the garbage and they weren't doing it because I was, they weren't doing it to be polite. Like I purposely positioned myself so that they didn't really know if I was watching or not watching. They weren't doing it just to be polite to the to the presenter. They took one because they got something out of the presentation and they wanted to take it to the next level. They wanted to keep remembering those words. And oh my goodness, if every person in the world could say these words to themselves every day and start meaning them and believing them um, and feeling them and feeling awesome, I think we would just you know, see people, you know, getting to that next level in all the things with their health. It's so much easier to work on your nutrition when you are feeling like you are winning in life. You're winning in life, whether you know it or not. You're probably living the kind of life somebody's dreaming about having. You've heard that before, but you truly are probably living a life somebody's dreaming about right now. You are winning. And now when you start believing it, and feeling it, you can add in the next level, the next goal. So if you've been winning at life up till this point, but you want to do more with physical activity, okay, you can do more. 
you've got this, you can do more. You just got to believe that you can and believe that you have been achieving everything that you've been doing up to this point. All right. Uh, my volleyball girls are having their wind up this weekend. I think they might be doing some more practices, but I loved the season with those kids. And I hope that we get to reconvene and do some more mindset stuff um, in the future. Because I think the fact that the, the assistant coaches and Corey started getting into the heads of a few of the key players and saying, come on, we got to go out there and we're going to crush them. Because, you know, if, if, if we just take this first three or four points, we've got this. And if we don't, if we get behind by one or two points, that's, that's all we're going to go behind by. We're going to get it. And they just kept talking in a way that was constantly putting them in the lead, whether or not the score put them in the lead or not. And the last game went to three sets and we had never beat this team before throughout regular season at a tournament on the, the Saturday of provincials, we'd lost repeatedly. And in the final, it went to three sets. And I truly believe our girls went out there believing that they could win it. They could win. And because they thought they could win, they just kept digging and they didn't win the first set. And they weren't winning the second set. But every time they would get a few points and get over the top and start winning, they believed that they could keep winning. And they'd screw up and recover so fast. I think that was one of the most beautiful things of that game was instead of, you know, you've watched the you've watched people where, oh my God, they're falling apart out there. This team did not fall apart in the game that made the biggest difference, the final at the end of the weekend. You're probably tired. You've been at this for a couple of days, but they went in believing they could win and they kept that uh, mentality of winning right till the very end until they had that gold medal. Anyway, you don't need to hear all about my kids volleyball weekend because it was a fantastic weekend. But the point is, this winning mindset is something that you can be using in any aspect of your life and you deserve to. So, um, Talk to yourself nice. Think like you're a winner. Practice the responses to your reactions. Your gut reactions still may be really negative or really sad or really, you know, um, you know, like the world is against you. Those are your gut reactions and you can't stop them and you shouldn't. You should honor them. But how, what you do after you have those gut reactions and how you respond that's 100% in your control. And if you want to change how you do that, change it. You have the power. Okay, I'm going to leave you with that. You deserve to feel amazing. So thank you very much for hanging out with me on this Monday Matters. And I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review, and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more information, reach out and send her a message at K2 Thriving Motherhood on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners and responds to each one personally. See you next time.